is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. Can't say Happy New Year anymore. That ship has sailed. Just another start to another week. Hopefully one that will be all right. Nice and breezy and chilly in northeast Arkansas. But we're nice and toasty here in the KDA studio. we got a couple of hours to kill, and we'll tell you what's ahead here on the Workday Red Zone. Thank you for tuning in with us. Multiple places you can find us on your radio dial and also, of course, online at 953theticket.com. You can take us with you on the go. Uh, head to your app store, your Google Play, whatever, and Look for the EAB Media Group app. Get that saved to your smartphone. Just look for the ticket logo. Click Listen Live. You will be all set. If you want to shout at us today, that number on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications is 870-930-3776. And, of course, you can always reach out online on social media as well. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to find us. Got that KavanaughCars.com question posted for you on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. The hashtag there is WDRZ. I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio today by producer Ryan James. Yeah, good to be here. You, you stretching? stretching? You ready to get yeah, settled? You caught, caught me mid-stretch. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope today is not like so stressful on the phones that you got to like do some deep stretches to get ready for it. Well, you know, I've, before I come in here, I'm doing uh, – Tracking for 101.7 Kiss FM, which I highly recommend anyone who doesn't listen to listen. I love getting to talk to everybody there. But, you know, you sit there and you kind of get tense and stuff. It's good to kind of stretch every once in a while, kind of not be so stationary every once in a bit. So you caught me mid-stretch. Do you have, do you have like a smartwatch that tells you to get up and go do a lap around the building? I do not. I understand that a lot of people find that very practical. But yeah. I've heard good things about it. So well, you should you should just make like get up, just do a quick lap mm. around the building. Maybe walk upstairs, walk downstairs. Just help you not not just be sitting there for so many. Not hours. so stiff, yeah. yeah. I'm bad about that as well. I've started thinking of it as like phone neck mm-hmm. or laptop neck, where you sit there and you're in the same position looking at a screen for so long. It's not. It's not. No, nope, for sure. Yeah. Great for you. Probably maybe should have made that a New Year's resolution yeah. <laughs> to be better at that. But hey, that ship has sailed. Uh, so <laughs> we'll talk about that another day. We have got two hours ahead here on the Workday Red Zone, as mentioned. And obviously a lot to recap for the weekend, some things to look forward to this weekend as well. But we'll start here with some local headlines. Um, it was an absolute three-point barrage on Saturday for Arkansas State men's basketball. In fact, they made 18 threes. On the way to a 90-75 winner over Old Dominion inside First National Bank Arena. So uh, that was actually the school record for threes made in a Sunbelt Conference game. DeAndre Dominguez leading A-State in scoring. He recorded a double-double with 16 points and 11 rebounds. Meanwhile, A-State women's basketball fell behind early and they could not recover. As Marshall claimed a 68-51 victory on Saturday afternoon in Huntington. Izzy Higginbottom the leading scorer there for A-State with 
15 points. Fans can hear the latest on the teams in tonight's basketball season premiere of Live with the Red Wolves at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Coaches Brian Hodson and Destiny Rogers are going to share the latest news on their teams and answer fan questions. That show begins at 6. You can hear it on 107.9 K-Fine. Elsewhere, uh, a tough shooting day in Arkansas to an 83-51 loss to number 25 Auburn on Saturday. That was the Hogs SEC opener there at Bud Walton Arena. Our KavanaughCars.com question is, uh, well, we're going to take the low-hanging fruit today and talk about the CFP National Championship game. And for for multiple reasons there, not, not I say low-hanging fruit like it's a negative thing. Um, there's a reason that a lot of the sports world is talking about this game today. One, it is a great matchup that we've got on tap tonight for this with Michigan and Washington. And then also, two, uh, it is the last time we're going to be talking about an, any kind of on-field college football news until, I don't know how many weeks away August 31st is, but it is way too long or I guess week zero this year would would probably be August 24th. But still, obviously, that is that is forever from now. So today, we're going to enjoy this last one and uh, get you set up for this game tonight. Uh, coming up between number one, Michigan, and number two, Washington. So with this win, uh, for our KavanaughCars.com question, it's a, a two-part question today. And what we're doing is we're taking your head picks and your heart picks. And what I mean by that is I want to know who do you want to see win the championship tonight? Who do you think will win the championship tonight? So, again, you could have the same answer for both. That's certainly not outside of the realm of possibility. You could both want to see Michigan take it all, take uh, the crown, and then also think that they're the better team and that they're going to be able to do just so. Or, you know, maybe you have... You're, you're rooting for one team, but unfortunately don't quite think they can they can pull it off. So that's why it's a two-part question. We've got a poll set up for you on Twitter, at Kara underscore Richie. And again, we've got a game coming up tonight uh, that I am personally really excited for. It's going to be on ESPN, is how you can watch along with this one. And uh, going to start about 6.30-ish there in Energy Stadium in Houston and hopefully, I do I do like the 6.30 start time. I'm glad it's not an 8 o'clock start time or anything like that. Uh, but uh, looking at this one, coming into it, uh, the basics, of course. Uh, Michigan is favored there. Five and a half points is the current line uh, in this one. Michigan's been favored since this, this line opened. I'm sure it's moved a little bit, but it, I, I don't think it's been anything massive. The over-under of 55 and a half for this one. And, of course, this is kind of the end uh, in a couple of different ways of college football as we know it. Um, coming up next year, it is going to be an expanded CFP. And the Pac-12 will be a Pac-2, and I don't even know what uh, that conference looks like moving forward, how they might try and salvage it, what, if anything, they might do with the Mountain West, if they might bring in new teams and keep the same name or this, that, and the other. But as of right now, this is this is kind of the end of the current round of the college football landscape, the last game of the four-team playoff. So it's going to be, of course, whoever comes out tonight will 
finished the season as the only undefeated team in 2023-24 in college football. Somebody is going to be 15-0. and Somebody is going to be 14-1. and And it's kind of one of those years where you don't really have anybody, at least at this point in time, that, that gets to say that they should be in the conversation right now. Now, we'll forget about diving into any of the Florida State stuff because that, that ship has sailed. But uh, there's a lot at stake tonight. It's Michigan's first national championship appearance since 1997. Uh, they've won nine natties all day. Washington has a couple as well. But they're playing in their first title game since 1991. A lot of interesting storylines, of course, coming in with with Michigan. You know, it seemed like just a few years ago, the Wolverines were about ready for Har- Harbaugh to get out of town. He had been on the wrong side of that Ohio State series and had not had a lot of success there. He kind of had the knock of not being able to win that big game, that big rivalry game. And he took a significant pay cut. Since that pay cut, uh, I don't know what his record is, but it's it's pretty insane. And, uh, of course, 14-0 this year to add to it, although he has not been on the sideline for all of those games. In fact, he's been suspended a total of six games this season, three for recruiting violations to start the year, and then three related to that sign-stealing scandal as well. Of course, we could have asked you, or maybe even will tomorrow, if, if Michigan wins, if there's any kind of asterisk they should have by their name. But... Again, we'll table that conversation for tomorrow. Kalen DeBoer uh, came into a Washington team that always kind of had, you know, they'd had some some higher expectations, I guess, in the past few years. You know, Chris Peterson had done some good things there, and then he departed, and they kind of went through a rough stretch, and uh, then DeBoer took over. And all of a sudden now, he's just gone out and won, you know, 21 straight games, so... <laughs> So uh, clearly, he's gotten some things going in a good direction there in Seattle. Going to be uh, some great players that we're going to see squaring off in this one. Obviously, you got Blake Corum there for Michigan, Michael Penix Jr. Uh, there for Washington. And I do find it interesting that, you know, we've heard the phrase get old, stay old, used a lot lately in college basketball, but that certainly applies to this year's national championship game in, in football as well. You know, we are getting close to the tail end of, of the COVID-era players. So basically those players who gained an extra year of eligibility in 2020, uh, a lot of those guys are still around, and they've got a lot of experience for both of these teams. 14 of Washington's 22 starters are in their fifth or sixth season. Michigan has at least nine of those that are five- or six-year guys. Uh, so, again, a lot of experience in both of these teams. Uh, tonight but uh, several storylines that will ultimately decide this one and we'll go through a few of them as we go along we'll make the case on why Michigan will win this one tonight we'll make the case on why Washington will win this one tonight and we'll talk about your rooting interest in the meantime as well but again you can vote on our KavanaughCars.com question right now on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie and we're going to have phone lines open during the break at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. Uh, that being said, I want to talk about a story a little bit closer to home when we come back. I had a lot of fun, again, watching Arkansas State men's basketball get a win Saturday at First National Bank Arena. I'll tell you what I thought the highlights were. We'll hear some audio from Coach Brian Hodson as well. That's on the way after the break here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and AT. Jonesboro Cycle is your go-to for all your power sports needs. Whether it be off-road, on-road,
road or on the water. They have you covered. Check out their inventory of four-wheelers, side-by-sides, motorcycles, dirt bikes, cruisers, go-karts, scooters, personal watercrafts, boats, and even boat motors. And because of you and your support, Jonesboro Cycle has grown from a 1,200-square-foot building on Carroll to the 185,000-square-foot motorsports mecca that it is today. With all the brands like Honda, Yamaha, Indian Motorcycle, Kawasaki, Polaris, Sea-Doo, Can-Am, Manitow, Havoc Boats, and more. And they're the only store in the state with all those brands under one gigantic roof. And their service department has been upgraded, renovated, and redesigned to give you the service you deserve. The new Jonesboro Cycle is an experience. Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. 11 759 U.S. Highway 63 in Bono or jonesboroscycle.com. Go outside and play with Jonesboro Cycle and ATV. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, we've been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Whether you're in the market for an equipment loan, real estate financing, or funds to support operating expenses, our agri-lending experts can help. We work with farmers daily to find the best financing products and competitive rates. Our longstanding relationships and knowledge of the ag industry ensure we can offer the most personalized service available. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is truly our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. My name is Khadija Watson. I've worked at Hydro for seven years. I'm the process specialist over the paint booth. The people are amazing to work with. I would love to retire with them. I've been here for seven years now. Not one day do I not come in here without a smile on my face. For over 75 years, Hytrol has created relationships and material handling technology that move the world. You can find out more at Hytrol.com. This is Coach Brian Hodson, and I'm asking you to help our A-State student-athletes by donating to the Impact Club. This organization helps our program stay competitive and supports our student-athletes by facilitating NIL agreements that allow them to endorse local charities. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support makes a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes. Wolves up. Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative, has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced, hassle-free staff at Nebo. With a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget, check out the inventory and apply for credit online at NeboAuto.com. And go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. The 20. 24 St. Louis Cardinals Caravan is coming to the Red Wolf Convention Center at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro at noon on Saturday, January 13th. The Caravan features the Cardinals' number one prospect, Mason Wynn, pitcher Zach Thompson, infielder Jose Fermin, and pitching prospect Gordon Graceffo, franchise alums Kyle McClellan and Kerry Robinson, plus Cardinal broadcaster Tom Ackerman. Get free autographs for the first 400 children 15 and under. The St. Louis Cardinals Caravan, Saturday, January 13th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Brought to you by the EAB Sports Network. While serving in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. They didn't think I was going to make it. I'm LaToya Lucas, and I'm a veteran. I had to learn to live with the scars, both visible and invisible. DAV helps veterans like LaToya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. 
Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It is Kara and Ryan with you to get the week started. 870-930-3776. The number is always to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. We're going to dive into uh, actually some A-State Hoops talk here in a moment. Uh, we'll throw back out the CavanaughCars.com question again uh, here in a second like we always do. But got to throw out this reminder. We have the Cardinals Caravan coming up on Saturday at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center. That is going to be at noon, and I am so stoked uh, for the players that we're going to see rolling into town. Uh, this is always such a good event, so we love being a part of it here at East Arkansas Broadcasters. But uh, the Cardinals have been good to us in the past couple of years. This is going to be the second year in a row where the organization sends its top overall prospect to Jonesboro. And in fact, Jonesboro is the only, uh, only spot in Arkansas that the Cardinals caravan is going to be stopping. So Mason Wynn uh, is headlining the event. You got some additional great players that are going to be in attendance also, though, because, of course, uh, Zach Thompson, uh, who spent time in the majors, is going to be here. You've got shortstop or infielder Jose Fermin, pitching prospect Gordon Graceffo, and then the alumni in attendance, Kyle McClellan, and Kerry Robinson and Tom Ackerman is going to emcee the event. It's going to be an absolute blast. This is going to be an event that anybody can come and take part in, but uh, they will be doing autographs for kids. So the first 400 kids, 15 and under, will receive one autograph from each current and former player. We've got a bunch of like frequently asked questions and other details and info up on our website. So head to 953theticket.com if you have any additional questions. If not, I'll just expect to see you out there Saturday. Uh, totally stoked for that event. Our KavanaughCards.com question today. We're talking CFP uh, National Championship, of course. we want. Uh, it's a two-part question. I want to know who you want to win the game. Who do you think will win the game? Now, of course, it could be the same answer for both, but it might not be. So wanted to throw that option out there for you. Uh, switching gears, I want to talk Arkansas State men's basketball. If you're not having fun watching this team this season I I don't know what to tell you um I just assume I guess you hate fun or you hate basketball I don't know one of those both of those because it's it's impossible to be bored watching this team right now are there some things they could do better sure are they going to face tougher teams coming up on the schedule yes uh could the defense have a little bit of an uptick yes but I don't know if you were finding something to complain about on offense with Arkansas State basketball, I I don't know what you're watching because this team is on another level right now offensively. It was a 90 to 75 winner over Old Dominion Saturday at First National Bank Arena and that's the third straight game where A-State has put up 90 plus points. So again, so yes, they lost it uh, at Georgia State, uh but they put up uh, gosh, was it 109 against Georgia Southern? Then you got 90 here against Old Dominion. So that's that's the first time ever, ever in program history that A-State has had three straight league games where they've scored 90-plus. And A-State has had some kind of conference affiliation since, since 1963, 1964. So this goes back a long, long time. Um, it wasn't quite as smooth and seamless as the Georgia Southern win on Thursday. It had a few more ebbs and flows. And part of that is you tip your cap to to Old Dominion. It's not like A-State was out there playing in a vacuum. They had some good guys uh, out there on the court, particularly Vashon Alette. But, but ultimately, A-State was able to weather any storms that ODU did bring. 
and get that momentum going in a positive direction, I guess, about midway through the second half. And ultimately, they were able to cruise to a victory. There's nothing that's been more fun for me to watch over the past few games than than the three-point shooting because A-State is at the point now where its range is just when they step on the court at First National Bank Arena. Uh, The Red Wolves are shooting 45% from three at home. I know sometimes numbers, like you throw out a number and you don't necessarily, sometimes it's hard to picture the significance in your mind. If, If a team... And again, this is only at home. But if a team were to shoot 45% a, a, across a season, they would be the best three-point shooting team in the country. It is 45% is elite. It is elite. And that is what A-State is doing at home. The Red Wolves hit 18 three-pointers against Old Dominion on Saturday afternoon. They went 18 to 39. So for the game, they shot 46%. And those 18 three-pointers, that set the single-game school record for threes in a Sunbelt Conference game. So again, you, you go back to last Thursday, you had the record for points scored in a Sunbelt regulation game in program history. Now you've got the three-pointers uh, record that they set on on Saturday. And I am clearly not going to be without my reference guide at any point in time this season because you never know when it's going to come in handy. There are some additional records that I think if A-State continues to play like this, we are going to see fall um, as as the season goes on. One of the reasons that A-State is shooting so well from three right now has to do with Avery Feltz. Um, look, I, I know th- such a familiar name in this part of, of in this area, obviously, with, with how incredible his prep career was at, at Westside. But he is on a different level over these past few games since Sunbelt Conference play has started. And we'll actually hear an interesting comment from Coach Hodson when we dive into that audio in just a few moments. But but Avery felt since Sunbelt play began, so against Georgia State, against Georgia Southern, against Old Dominion, he is 15 of 26 from three over those last three games. That is an absolutely absurd 58%. That is, that is, a, a, that is a crazy number. A crazy number. And that is what he is shooting. And he is far from the only player that is excelling right now. Obviously, you need a facilitator. Caleb Fields has been on the top of his game over the past couple of games. 17 assists, excuse, yeah, 17 assists to just two turnovers in the last couple of games. And if you look at this box score, you've got just so many positives over and over and over and over. Thursday night, it was it was five players in double figures. Saturday night, it was four players in double figures, but... All nine guys who stepped on the court Saturday scored and contributed to the win in some way. You had a couple other guys who were right at nine points. So it was conceivable at one point in time that you thought you might get six guys in double figures. You had not one, but two double-doubles. DeAndre Dominguez had 16 points and 11 rebounds. You also had Caleb Fields, who had 13 points and 10 assists. Fields is just the second guy in Sunbelt play this year to have a double-double with assist. And then Isaiah Nelson was right on the outside looking in with 9 points and 10 rebounds. So just so many different positives. And that's the cool thing about this team right now is I don't feel confident on any given night walking into that facility and saying, oh, I know for a fact that this one player is going to lead A-State in scoring tonight because it could be any one of six guys. And so when you've got that many different scoring threats, I really am not sure how you defend this team right now or put together a solid uh, solid game plan on, on, on how, to, how to defend them. Um, just some really good stuff for A-State. Now, again, I think 
in in a perfect world you'll you'll start to see a little bit better uh, numbers defensively uh, from this team. But again, if you if, if you can put up ninety every night, you can win a lot of shootouts, and I'm I'm okay uh, with that too. We'll hear some comments from Brian Hodson here in just a second. But I want to share kind of this this number with you. Obviously, there are multiple different ways to evaluate a a basketball team. Uh, the the big number that like the Selection Sunday committee uses is net ranking. Prior to that, it was RPI. And then, of course, you've got a lot of different analytical rankings and metrics that basketball fans become more familiar with throughout the years. The most commonly talked about one of those is the Ken Palm ranking. Ken Pomeroy has been looking at college basketball through a statistical lens for I don't know how many years at this point in time. Uh, His rankings on his website go all the way back to 1999. So it's been a hot minute, right? Um, I went and looked today. So A-State's current Ken Pomeroy ranking is 156. So again, the Ken Palm ranking takes account, you know, strength of schedule and and so many other things other than just flat out win-loss record, which for A-State right now is 6-9. and So you're still needing to get... Uh, back to 500. But again, 156 is the, the Ken Palm ranking. That is A-State's highest ranking in that metric since the end of the 2016-17 season uh, when, when Grant McCaslin was at the helm. So it's been a minute. Now this tells us a couple of things. One, it tells us that the past few years of Arkansas State men's basketball have not been great. And if you watch those games, I think you already knew that. But two, it also tells you that in just year one of the Brian Hodson era, we are seeing significant growth. We are seeing significant progress. We are seeing steps forward. And ultimately, that's, in my opinion, the most important thing to see in year one. You don't have to, you don't have to accomplish everything in year one. Although, I mean, I'm not going to be mad if somebody's cutting down the nets at the end of the season. But, but you have to see progress. You have to see big steps forward. And we're certainly seeing it right now with Arkansas State men's basketball. I've talked too long, so we need to take a break before we dive into this audio from Brian Hodson. But uh, that's going to that's gonna be on the way when we come back from a break. Keep it right here with us on The Ticket This Noon Hour, brought to you by our friends at Dustin White Realty. We'll return right after this for more of the Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Cotton prices up slightly this hour. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. March corn at 454 and a half down six and a quarter with May corn at 466 and three quarters down six and a half. January soybeans at 1239 and a half down 10 and a quarter. March soybeans 1242 and a quarter down 14. March wheat at 597 and three quarters down 18 and a quarter. May wheat at 610 and a quarter down 17 and a quarter. March cotton at 8037 up 18 with May cotton at 8140 up five. January rice at 1704 and a half down 20 and a half cents with March rice at 1747 down 15 and a half. Moving on to livestock now, February live cattle at 171.02.5, up 45. April live cattle at 173.50, up 10. January feeder cattle at 224.47.5, up 135. March feeder cattle at 225.45, up 130. February lane hogs at 69.80, down 20. With April hogs at 76.87.5, up 50. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. 
Join ag economic experts with the Fryer Price Risk Management Center for a workshop in Jonesboro January the 10th at 10 a.m. for a deep dive into strategies for farming success. Explore grain marketing, livestock marketing, use of crop enterprise budgets to find break-even prices, and decision tools. It's all happening at the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas in Jonesboro on January the 10th. Pre-register now for $20. Late registration is $40 within seven days. Register online by searching Fire Farm Workshops 2024. And for more details, contact your county extension office. The landscape of media has changed and people are more skeptical than ever about where they get their news and information. While major news outlets show decreasing credibility, your local farm radio station still shows strong marks. In a recent survey, farmers rated information from their farm broadcasters twice as credible as major news outlets. Farm radio continues to be timely, accurate, and credible. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Farmers, before you book your 2425 corn and milo, call Pico Foods. Right now, Pico Foods, the seventh largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, is buying both new crop and stored corn and milo. Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers, so they buy corn and milo direct from farmers year-round at always competitive prices. Call today. In Arkansas and Missouri, contact David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Andrew Parker or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Anywhere, anytime, any season. Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisade Zoysia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tiffway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and go to poinsettturfgrass.com. This is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. Is your HVAC system ready for fall and winter? Find out today with the Moore Super Checkup. Prevent unexpected breakdowns while extending the life of your system. Whether you need a heating or cooling inspection, we cover it all for just $55 for 55 years serving you. Call Moore Air Conditioning today, 870-260-7030. Or visit us at mooreac.com. Don't settle for less. You deserve more. Don't settle for less. Hello? Hey, Kim, it's Mike. Have you heard the latest cybersecurity advisory the White House posted? Yes, I've had several calls about it. I think now more than ever, businesses should be taking a A successful malicious attack can cost businesses a lot of money, plus their reputation, which can't be bought back. Ensure your network is protected with a risk-based, proactive cybersecurity and data management strategy. For a consultation, call Calmer Solutions today at 870-454-HELP or visit calmersolutions.com. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. This noon hour brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Whether you're buying or selling, you can trust the experts at Dustin White Realty for personalized service. Your home may be worth more than you think, and you can visit arhomevalue.com to find out more. Your dream home awaits at Dustin White Realty. We'll open back up the phone lines here in just a moment because we've got that KavanaughCars.com question about tonight's natty. But I uh, want to continue uh, where we left off in terms of talking about that 90-75 to 75 Arkansas statements basketball victory over Old Dominion. I shared my thoughts and, and my takeaways and uh, all the fun stuff I saw, but at the end of the day, what Coach Hodson thinks about the performance, probably a little bit more important. So I thought we would share some comments from him 
as well. We'll start where he starts, just by going through and uh, giving that re- that recap and sizing up his team's performance in the win. Uh, really proud of our effort tonight. Uh, we just beat a really good basketball team. I think um, people can get mistaken by looking at their record. They're one of maybe two other teams in the Sun Belt besides us that actually challenged themselves uh, pretty pretty heavily in the non-conference um, by only playing one non-one and, and uh, you know going and playing at Arkansas and uh, going to Hawaii and playing two tough games and um, so huge huge win for us and, and uh, top to bottom I'm proud of all of our guys I thought we got um, you know production and energy from every single guy that stepped on the floor um, I think you know we're getting better we're getting better um, you know, we top to bottom, I think this group is growing and learning uh, and reaping the benefits. You're going to hear me talk about it time and time again, reaping the benefits of that non-conference that we played. And um, those games prepared us for this. Uh, and then again, I want to thank uh, our fans. This was a, a great crowd. The energy, the atmosphere was unbelievable. I know it means the world to me and, and, and everybody in this program and, and our guys uh, especially. So, so thanks to the fans. Um, and, and um, man, these guys, these guys played a heck of a basketball game tonight. Hey, I'll follow up on that. If you were out there on Saturday, I feel like you should give yourself a pat in the back. It's, it's, it's been a minute since A-State has seen that exciting of a brand of basketball. So I feel like maybe at the beginning of the season, everybody was like, oh, do, do we clap now? Do we stand up? What are we doing? And and over the past couple of games, that the energy in that building has been has been excellent. And obviously the team feeds on that. And then the fans feed off what the players is doing, what the players are doing. Uh, and it's just been a fun time for everybody. And I think that's going to continue to pick up Thursday and Saturday as this homestand continues and as more and more people get excited about what's going on there for A-State men's basketball. Obviously, over these past few games, um, offensively, this team is just at a high level. But overall, this team has really came together. Uh, You can tell that they are completely bought into what Coach Hodson is doing. And not just bought in. I think they were bought in from the beginning. But when you start to see those results on the court and start to see the proof of the process... Uh, it just kind of makes everything a little bit more fun for everybody. And, and Coach Hodson just talks about uh, how much fun he's w- having in, in terms of watching this team coming together right now. I'm just, I'm really proud. I guess proud is the word because I know how hard they work. Um, I know what type of guys they are, um, how much they care. Um, I, I say this, I feel like every press conference, but man, I threw them to the wolves when we got here. You know, we go play on the road at some of the best programs in the country and, and they trusted the process. It's easy in that process to, to get down. You know, you got a losing record and, you know, we drop games and we've got injuries and they, they never wavered. Um, and, and that's what's special about these guys. I told them before the game, it's one of my favorite groups I've ever been around because of the love that they have for one another and how much they care about each other. We, we don't deal with any selfishness at all. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. I've never, and I've coached some really good teams and some really good young men and great players, um, but you always have the guys that want to be on the floor a little bit more, and we don't deal with that. I mean, it's next man up, and they're clapping, and they're proud of them, um, and, and teams that are like that tend to, tend to be successful. By the way, I, I should have split up this clip, and I, I didn't. Shame on me. Uh, there was some back and forth in, in obviously, a joking, lighthearted manner with, with Caleb Fields and DeAndre Dominguez in the post game because uh, I think that at one point in time in the game, they kind of both realized they were they were right there on the cusp of a of a double-double. Um, they both noticed that. So there was a defensive possession where, where Caleb Fields took 
took DeAndre Dominguez's 10th rebound. <laughs> and then on a possession not very long after that, uh, when A-State was on offense, Fields passed it to Dominguez for a shot. But instead, Dominguez passed up the shot and passed it to somebody else. So, so Dominguez took his 10th assist. But, I mean, obviously it, it worked out in the end with both of those guys being able to record double-doubles. And again, I want to make it very clear that they were just kind of joking with each other, teasing each other about it in the postgame. I, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, look, defensively, uh, it would it would... Nobody's going to be mad if this team starts allowing fewer points. Uh, 75 is actually certainly something you can live with if if uh, if A-State is going to be putting up 90 a game and just knowing the pace of play that A-State uh, plays at, certainly that means there's going to be more more possessions for the opposing team as well. Uh, but uh, Coach Thompson actually talks here a little bit about his team's three-point defense. Now, statistically, it was better than it was against Georgia Southern. Uh, ODU on Saturday was 9 of 23 from 3. But what A-State has been pretty good at uh, this season is is limiting the opponent's three-point shots overall. Uh, that being said, Coach Hanson felt like this is an area that, that A-State can work on. I'm not thrilled about it, to be honest with you. I think we've actually taken a little bit of a dip there on the three-point defense, but we played um, Georgia Southern relies on the three heavily. Um, So to me, um, I thought we did a decent job against Georgia Southern. Tonight, again, um, you know, they shot 40% from three. Uh, I don't love that. Uh, But those... Two guards, Alette and Jenkins, are two of the most individually uh, talented offensive guards in the league. Um, I, I told our guys for the last 48 hours, like, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. These dudes can flat out score the basketball. Uh, they've proven that time and time again. I mean, you don't see many freshmen walk into this league and average 15 or 16 points a game. You know, Vashawn Alette, I've, I've known him for a long time, Canadian kid that, that uh, I recruited actually at Alabama. Um, and, uh, you know, he 28 tonight. And he took, took 26 shots. And I mean, if, if you would have told me, took 26 and then didn't show me any points he had, I would have thought he, he would have had more than 28 because I felt like every time he took one, he made it. Uh, but the biggest thing was I felt like when they made one, sometimes in the past we, we've allowed compound mistakes, and tonight they'd make a tough one and we'd come back and guard them even harder. And and so in that second half after they made their, their initial run, I thought every time they tried to make a run, we weathered the storm. And, and we when we bounce back, and that's that's the growth that I was looking for. All right, let's hear Coach Brian Hodson talk about some specific players, and let's start here with Avery Feltz. Avery Feltz right now uh, in the twenty three twenty four season is average averaging eight points per game, which is fine. But man, over the past few days, it's <laughs> it's it's gotten pretty ridiculous, and I mean that in in the best possible way in terms of uh, his shooting. And things like that. Um, Avery Feltz right now is shooting 42% from three overall on the season, which is already a great number. Um, He's just, he's not, if you go to like the NCAA stats right now, he's not listed as one of the top three-point shooters in the country because he needs just a couple more attempts, a couple more makes, and and then we're going to see him there on that leaderboard. But uh, 42% on a season is already good. Uh, That's actually, that's better than good. That's excellent. But right now... 
Avery Feltz is on like the heater of heaters. And and what I mean by that is over the last three games in Sunbelt Conference play, he is 15 of 26 from three. That is an absurd 58%. So, again, his whole career, dating back to high school, it's not like it's a secret that Avery Feltz is a good shooter, but with him being this hot and shooting it at this kind of a clip, I asked Coach Hodson, all right, you know, what, what if anything has changed over these last few games that, that Feltz is on the tear that he is on? It's, it's two-part. Avery's an unbelievable shooter. He works on his game. I mean, the, the guy gets shots every single day. He's got a really high basketball IQ, and then he's also got a phenomenal point guard. Um, you know, you got a guy that's got 10 assists, one turnover tonight. What do you have the other night? Eight assists. Um, I mean, he, I, I tell the guys, like I told him after the game, if you ever come in and complain that you're not getting the ball, I'm going to look at you like you're crazy and tell you to get out of, get out of the locker room. Because uh, if you're open, Caleb's going to get it to you. Um, we went and uh, studied some stuff um, over the break. Uh, my staff and I, you know, some stuff that the, the Warriors do for Steph Curry to get Steph open. Obviously, it's no, no secret that Steph and Clay are two of the best shooters in the NBA. And, you know, they're still getting good looks up. And so we inserted some things there, but it, it's really just a testament to them, to the guys. The guys are making the one more passes to Avery. Caleb gets him the ball in his spots, and, and Avery shoots the ball with confidence. And, and that's why I tell Avery, like, you got to shoot it. I mean, you got to just shoot it. I think he passed up a lot early in the season because um, he wasn't used to playing at this tempo and taking that many. And, and you know, in past years, that might have been considered a bad shot. Well, I mean, you got a, you got a guy that shoots the ball like that. I don't, there's not many bad shots with him. Um, and so now he knows that the whole team wants him to shoot the basketball. All right, I found that clip fascinating um, in the sense that, you know, Coach Hodson talked there about going and watching some of what the Warriors do. Uh, everybody knows that that Steph and Clay are prolific three point shooters, but what fascinates me about them, particularly about Clay Thompson, is you know when he was kind of in, in the swing of things in his prime, nobody in in the association had like a quicker release. You want to talk about the ultimate catch and shoot guy? That was what Clay Thompson did, and that's what they're doing now with Avery Feltz. If you've noticed over these past three games, it's not a situation where like Feltz is is catching the ball and like dribbling or anything like that, or just. It is, it is catch and shoot, and it is almost instantaneous. And it's like he's on automatic right now. There's not any thinking going into it. It's just catch the ball, shoot the ball, and more often than not right now, that ball is going in. Again, 15 of 26 from three in his last three games. That's, that's, that's crazy. That is a crazy number. Uh, he was not the only one, though, that shot it well. Flashing back to Saturday, uh, you had, uh, you know, Caleb Fields was 2 of 5, so that's 40% from 3. Darian Ford hit a couple three threes. DeAndre Dominguez was 4 of 9, but uh, and, and Luol was 3 of 5 as well, so everybody shot the ball well. But uh, Coach Hodson talks about, you know, the, the day that Caleb Fields had with, with 13 points and, and how well he's shooting in that one. Caleb's a little unselfish to a fault. Like, the dude shoots the heck out of the ball in practice, and he works on his game every day. I mean, the dude shoots – I mean, he works on his game every single day. Those guys get rewarded. I, I think there's been, like, a misconception uh, about Caleb and, and his shooting ability before I got here. I mean, he's two for five. I mean, he makes – when Caleb's open and he gets a good shot, he makes them. Um, and, and everybody in here believes that and knows that and extremely confident in that. He's he's just super unselfish. So, you know, he, he you know it's the good, better, best. Good shot, make one more pass, better shot. Make a one more pass, and you got the best shot. And I think that's what's been really good about this team. And uh, last clip, last clip here from 
if I can spit it out, Brian Hodson, in the post game following that 90-75 win Saturday, he talks about the hard hat. Of course, we know he gives one of those out every game. It has a lot to do with uh, kind of the hustle stats, rebounding, offensive rebounding, diving for loose balls, things along that nature. And uh, he talks about the winner from uh, of, of the hard hat on Saturday. Yeah, that's a great question. This, this one's special to me. Uh, I think I've been very vocal about what this young man's been through um, and, and how mentally tough he is. Uh, Taryn Todd won the hard hat tonight uh, very, very deservingly. Uh, we won by 15, and Taryn Todd was a plus 33 in 27 minutes and 19 seconds. That's not easy to do. Plus 33 in a game you win by 15 in 27 minutes. He had our we, – we look at – you know, we're big on analytics, I've told you. Uh, I don't know Drew's password. But uh, we – Taryn, I believe, was a .78 that was his defensive leverage. That's elite, elite, elite. Um, and I thought Terrence had maybe the best week and a half of practice. Um, and, again, when you do that, you're going to play well. Um, so plus 33, he had four steals, multiple deflections, uh, and, and he's you know, last game it was his offense. Tonight it was his defense, and, and that was that was big. By the way, so for those of you that aren't familiar with plus minus, basically that reflects how the team, how well the team played while while that particular player was on the court. So with Taryn Todd being a plus 33, that means while he was on the floor for a state. The Red Wolves outscored ODU by 33 points. <laughs> it's that's that's pretty like a plus double digits is good. Plus 33 is just it's just kind of silly, uh, and I mean that in in the best possible way. Uh, again, offensively right now, this team is just doing anything and everything that it wants, shooting wise, just crushing it at First National Bank Arena, and they'll have two more times to play there at the home facility during this homestand. So you've got an opportunity to catch them Thursday night against Texas State. You've got an opportunity to catch them Saturday against Louisiana. And I kind of feel like, why not both? By the way, both of those games are double headers, And uh, so it should be a fun week period for Arkansas State basketball. We'll talk A-State women's basketball with you coming up later. But a reminder, the season premiere of Live with the Red Wolves. For the basketball season is coming up tonight at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Attention members and guests, you can hear from Coach Brian Hodson. You can hear from Coach Destiny Rogers. We'll talk about their team's recent stretch. Get you set for this homestand coming up this week. These uh, pair of double headers, and it should be a great time. Six o'clock is when that starts tonight. And if you can't make it out, as always, you will hear it on 107.9 K5. Let's uh, come back and look at our poll here on the KavanaughCars.com question. That's what we'll do when we wrap up this noon hour brought to you by Dustin White Realty. But we'll step aside first and return right after this here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on The Ticket Radio Network. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. After back-to-back seasons of speculation and the rumors surrounding Jim Harbaugh's potential jump to the NFL are back in the news, Harbaugh has finally turned his alma mater around and has reportedly hired well-known NFL agent Don Yee to represent him. Michigan is currently a a four-and-a-half-point favorite in the national title game, but even if the Wolverines manage to take home the trophy, Harbaugh may still depart. Plenty of greats have left the game they love while on top. John Elway retired in 1998. Bill Walsh stepped away from 
from the NFL after leading the Niners to their third Super Bowl. Tony La Russa took an extended absence after the Cardinals secured the World Series in 2011. And players like Peyton Manning, Jerome Bettis, David Robinson, and Michael Strahan all walked away after reaching the pinnacle of their sport. It happens more than you think, so while a Michigan title would be a wonderful story, there's no guarantee it keeps Jim Harbaugh in Ann Arbor. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Get started. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PATRICK. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PATRICK. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms and responsible. At Dirksen Hospice, we understand that every moment matters. In your time of need, we're here to provide support for you and your loved ones. Our dedicated team is committed to creating a caring and personal experience tailored to your unique needs all around Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's pain management, emotional support, or just a friendly face to talk to, we're here for you every step of the way. When you choose Dirksen Hospice, you're not just choosing a service, you're choosing a family. To learn more about our compassionate care, find us on Facebook, Dirksen Hospice because you and your loved ones deserve the very best. Hey, that's one nice new bike, Josie. Yeah, birthday present. Rides really smooth, too. Oh, and I see you finally got a new helmet. I did. Bought it cheap online. Love those side wings. (laughs) Hey, are you hungry? Yeah, I'm starving. And need some water, too. Okay, follow me. We'll turn off here. I'm right behind you. Hey, watch the cars. They can be crazy. Teddy! No! Are you okay? Teddy! Somebody do something! I called 911. They should be here soon. Was this young man hit by a car? Yes, and I'm concerned because his helmet is smashed and cracked open. It's a brand new helmet! It's probably a fake. Please help him. Fakes cause real harm. You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Hi, I'm Dr. Shelley Flace with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. The nicotine in e-cigarettes is addictive and can harm brain development. That's why I worry about teens who try e-cigarettes. Many young people use pod-based e-cigarettes like Juul, which have high levels of nicotine. And because teens' brains are still developing, they can quickly become addicted. The tobacco industry uses fruit and candy flavors to attract young people, often turning them into lifelong users. For more, visit HealthyChildren.org. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Just a couple of minutes left here in this noon hour brought to you by Dustin White Realty. One of these 
one of these days we'll like swap out those liners because it it always says oh phone lines are open and it's uh due to my poor time management skills it always means that we have about two minutes for a phone call so if you are going to give us a ring right now you got to talk quick but um, you can also wait until the top of the hour. We'll have a few more time, uh, a few more minutes to discuss our KavanaughCards.com question, and it's a two-part KavanaughCards.com question today. Who do you want to see win the CFP National Championship? Who do you think will see win the CFP National Championship? It's kind of a mixed bag on your uh, on your head pick. It's been going about 50-50 every few votes it changes, but it's about 50-50 on who you think will win. Some of you got all your faith in the Huskies. Some of you got all your faith in the Wolverines, but it's, but it's kind of a mixed bag there. Not so much on who you want to win. You all are really on board with Washington, whether that has to do with uh, a storyline specifically for the Huskies, or whether or not you're just anti-Michigan due to what has been an eventful year for them. I don't know. I don't know. We didn't ask you why you're voting the way that you are. We just ask you, uh, who, you who you want to win. And, and with that one, 86% of you want Washington to win this one. So again, that's that's pretty lopsided. Not a lot of Wolverine faithful showing up in the votes today. But of course... On the phones in the second hour of the program, you can tell us you can tell us why you feel that the way you do, or you can give us an insight into why uh, you think that Michigan or Washington is going to come away with the winner coming up this evening. 6.30 tonight is when that broadcast begins on ESPN, and we'll talk more about uh, the case for each team coming up. We've also got some A-State football news to dive into in the second hour of the program. Big and interesting, interesting commitment for the Red Wolves over the weekend. If you didn't see, Malik Hornsby is going to be rolling into Jonesboro. In fact, I think he already has rolled into Jonesboro since classes begin today. And going to be a bit of a change for him on the field. And we'll tell you what all that entails and also other portal updates and more in terms of A-State football. A little bit bit of news about, about Jones's staff as well. Little bit of news there. And uh, some other topics surrounding Arkansas State football. But again, we'll save that all for the second hour because the music is about to hit any second hour. I don't know why you guys call it 1254. Like, I know somebody's on the phone, but but like, you, this is 1254 is a no-go time. <laughs> and it's not because we don't want to talk to you. There's just a couple of breaks with this show that are hard-timed. It, you can have the most awesome phone call in the world. And we still have to hang up on But we're going to be back right at 1 o'clock. We're going to have open phone lines for the entire second hour of today's program. You can talk Natty with us. You can talk A-State Hoops with us. Any other topic your little old heart desires. But just uh, give us a couple minutes to get through this break here as we wrap up this noon hour. Brought to you by our friends at Dustin White Realty. We're going to return right after this. So much more on the docket before we call it a wrap today. Keep it with us on the Workday Red Zone here on the Ticket Radio Network.
This is Will Oswald with your Monday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. Another record-setting day for A-State men's basketball on Saturday. 18 three-pointers, the most ever in a Sunbelt game as the Red Wolves beat Old Dominion 90-75. Another double-double for DeAndre Dominguez. He had 16 points and 11 rebounds. Back-to-back road losses for the A-State women on Saturday as they fell at Marshall 68-51. Is the Higginbottom leading the way for A-State with 15 points. And attention members and guests, the season debut of the basketball edition of Live with the Red Wolves tonight at 6 o'clock at Lost Pizza Company on Southwest Drive. Head coaches Brian Hodgson and Destiny Rogers will give you the latest on A-State basketball and you can listen in on 107 IK Find and the EV Red Bull Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. Split weekend for Arkansas. The Hogs' worst loss ever in men's play at Budwald Arena Saturday to Auburn, while the women routed Georgia yesterday by 40 points, biggest win ever in an SEC game. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed to play as a tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Attention, members and guests. It's Live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment, Monday at 6 at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Join head coaches Destiny Rogers and Brian Hodson and special player guests and listen along on 107.9 K-Fine. Plus, door prizes from textbook brokers. It's Live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment and sponsored by First Choice Farm and Lawn, Crown Limousine, Magnet Motor Company, Vision Care Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Stanley Woodard Law Firm, and Blue Cross Blue Shield Agent. Woody Harrelson. Oh no, not again. Ugh. Locked out? Jonesboro Lock and Key can get you in. Lose your key? We can even program you one on site and get you on the road in no time. Jonesboro Lock and Key is your trusted locksmith in Northeast Arkansas for auto, residential, and commercial locksmith services. Our skilled locksmiths can handle it all, even key fobs. The best part? We come to you. Jonesboro Lock and Key. Proud to be voted best of NEA four years in a row. Give Jonesboro Lock and Key a call. 870-219-3723. That's 870-219-3723. First Security has been putting our home state first since 1932, helping fellow Arkansans and their families buy homes, grow businesses, and build futures. Today, First Security is still committed to helping you bank better, providing local solutions and local support in the places we love too. It's community banking with people you know and people you know you can count on. First Security. Bank better. FSBank.com. Member FDIC. It's a mix and match special now at all Northeast Arkansas Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta and a tin, loaded tots, Domino stuffed cheesy bread, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $6.99 each for carryout or delivery. Only at your Northeast Arkansas area Domino's Pizza locations. There are New Year deals on top. Tires and Wheels this month at Local Tire and Wheel, where it's 24 for 24. You can kick off 2024 with the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only $24 out of pocket. Yes, you get four brand new tires today for only $24 out of pocket with nine months same as cash. Payments to fit your budget, no credit check, and everyone approved. I mean, why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay? Most of us don't budget for tires, but when we need them, we need them. And that's why Local Tire 
Tire and Wheel is here. All local Tire and Wheel deals include roadside assistance in our Road Hazard Protection Program. And we offer $50 in referral cash back. There are New Year deals on tires and wheels this month at local Tire and Wheel, where it's 24 for 24. You can kick off 2024 with the tires you require and the wheels you desire for only $24 out of pocket at local Tire and Wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro and localtireandwheel.com. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Red Zone, Kara Ritchie and Ryan James with you. We are halfway through our Monday, so hopefully uh, all easy sledding from here. We shall see. Of course, we've still got quite a bit to talk about, and a lot of it is going to center on the final game of the college football season. Coming up tonight in Houston, number one Michigan, number two Washington, uh, facing off for the CFP National Championship, a combined record of 28-0. and zero. For these two teams, Michigan, a five and a half point favorite. Uh, I think it was like at four and a half this morning. So uh, a little bit more faith there, at least in terms of uh, from the betting public on the Wolverines. Uh, but 630 is about when that one will start, or at least that's when the coverage will start on ESPN. For our Cars.com question today, we want your heart pick and your head pick. So what does that mean? means I want to know who you want to win. I want to know who you think will win. Of course, it could be the same answer for both questions, but maybe you you have a little bit more confidence in one team or the other, and it might not be the team you're rooting for. So more on our poll here in a moment, but our phone lines are open at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. Let's welcome in Zach. How are you? Good. What's up, Kara? Hey, what's up, man? Much. He's trying to stay warm today. Yeah, it's going to be um, like that this week. What he has expressed next week, too, in the teens. I think a couple of overnight lows for in the teens, so I'm not looking forward to that. Not at uh, all. No. I really don't have a hard pick. I don't care who wins, but I, I'm head pick. I'm going with Michigan. I think Harbaugh finally gets it done. You know, the potential's been there in the past. Come up short. So I, I think he'll probably get it done. Do you think so? If he does get this W, do you think that's it for him at Michigan? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know people how they feel about the whole the allegations and the punishment, and everything. I mean, uh, I mean, he is an alum now, there, correct? I believe. Yeah. So why wouldn't you want him to come back if he's an alumni? And he's no. This isn't on. This isn't on the Michigan side of things. The Michigan has already tried to to have him sign an extension. Do you think Harbaugh leaves and goes to the NFL? Oh well, I, I don't know. I mean, I I feel like he'd want to stay. I mean, after winning a national title, come back and try to. You know what I mean? Because he was in the NFL for how many years? He coached the 49ers for how long? 
And he, that guy lost the Ravens. Yeah, he was with the... I guess I thought he was with the Niners for longer. He was only there from 11 to 14. Okay, see, I thought it was there longer also. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was... That's. I mean, that's only four seasons. I, I, yeah. thought, I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was like six yeah. or seven. I mean, there might be a coach's vacancy open in New England here pretty soon also. You never know. Yeah, and I think I saw – there's been never-ending rumors about, you know, who in the NFL is, is looking at Harbaugh. I think I saw a, a rumor that the Raiders uh, wanted to speak with him. Yeah. If you were in his shoes, what would you do? I I think if 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 I won, I would leave. Okay. Yeah. Give it a second go at a – yeah, and also, look, I'll be honest with you. I think if I was a coach, period, right now, I would prefer the professional ranks to the college ranks because it's just less yeah. less craziness. I mean, college sports is so crazy right now, and even though we've already seen all of these monumental changes, there's certainly no indication that, that the landscape is going to stop changing. Uh, the NCAA is still involved in, like, a million lawsuits. Things could still get really weird, even though they've already gotten really weird. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, did y'all see the uh, Lakers and Grizz of the night? I saw the score. I didn't see the game. Yeah. Did uh, oh, actually, did 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 Jaws in a different game against the Spurs? Did he give a uh, Wambayama a facial? He so he he dunked on Wimby. It it, it wasn't. Poster, I, I would, side. yeah, I, he dunked on Wimby, but I wouldn't think of it as one of those classic posters where everybody is just like freaking out for, you know, the rest of the year. He's had better dunks. He's had bigger dunks. Did he dunk on Wimby? Yes. Was it something that was just like earth shattering? In my opinion, no, because of the caliber of dunker that Jaw is. Yeah. Um. What do you call it? Uh, I tell you, I think Wimby's the... Uh, Rookie of the year, the way he's playing, 19 points and nine boards. Had a hell of a game against the Bucks and Giannis. He had 27 and 9 against Giannis. I think he's having a heck of a year so far, don't you? I would agree with you, but I'll be honest with you. I'm pretty, I'm pretty out of out of touch on the overall NBA landscape, unless it comes to like the Grizzlies. And then, of course, I watch a lot of the Lakers due to Austin Reeves. Yeah, speaking of that, even though it was in a losing effort, Austin had a big game of the night uh, against the Grizzlies. I think he almost had a triple double. Uh, you know, I think they're having some issues with Darvin Ham. I think they're, some of the players are at odds with, uh, with the coach. Yeah, there's been some really interesting comments um, coming out from the Lakers where they're just like, you know, nobody is in a good state of mind, which, I mean, you shouldn't be when you're losing, so I, I get that. But, you know, they lost that game to to the Lakers. The game before that, they lost to the Heat. And then before that, they lost to the Pelicans and then the Timberwolves. Right. So they're on they're on like a, they're on a pretty significant skid right now. And nobody is, is exactly feeling good about, about life. In fact, since that in-season tournament ended, they have one, two, three wins. They're somewhere in the neighborhood of like three and eight. Four yeah. wins, four and eight, maybe. So they're not they're not doing too hot right now. And there's there's I don't, I don't know how much longer ham ham lasts there. Right, right. Anyways, hey, by the way, happy 89th birthday to the King Elvis Presley. He would have been eight nine today. Okay. Yeah, maybe Martin Cullen and sing blue sweat shoes. Let's um, hope not. Talk to you later. Thanks. Hey, leaves the phone lines open at eight seven zero nine three zero three seven seven six. Your heart picks, your head picks. For the Natty tonight, that is our KavanaughCars.com question. 
I so I so I'll answer the question here, even though we've got an hour left. I'm not going to like slow play or anything. I think I would rather see Washington win. Um, I like the storyline with with Michael Penix. Um, I don't like a lot of the storylines with the Wolverines this year. Uh, Washington has a cuter mascot. You know, I'm always going to be in favor of a dog mascot. You know, so for just several different <laughs> reasons, that is the way that I lean in terms of my rooting interest. I do have a little bit more confidence, though, in in Michigan on the field, and it's just it it just comes down to the the run game and just how good they are there, and how good Blake Corum is there. And I just don't know if I have enough faith in that Washington defense to be able to stop what Michigan is going to do in the run game. When you look, and again, it's not played on a sheet of paper. It's it's so there's only so much that that stats will tell you. But I just. I guess I, I guess I have at the end of the day more faith in Michigan's offense against Washington's defense than I do in Washington's offense against Michigan's defense. Now that's not to say that that Washington can't do big things. They're a great third down team. Uh, Penix is just such a great quarterback, and he's playing his best football when the spotlight is brightest. But one of the things that I kind of looked at from a statistical standpoint is is red zone percentage. And not red zone scoring percentage, but red zone touchdown percentage. Uh, Michigan's going to be able to get into the end zone, undoubtedly, behind Corum. And just with what they do with their run game, I I think they're going to do well there. And they excel not just in red zone percentage, but in red zone touchdown percentage. I mean, it's great if you're getting into the red zone and you're getting points, period. But if you're going to make it all the way inside the 20s, you want to get in the end zone and not have to settle for a field goal. And Michigan has been great at that this year. They're they're one of the top 20 teams in terms of uh, touchdown red zone percentage. They also excel there defensively as well, whereas Washington is just kind of so-so in both of those stats. So, again, I, well, I want Michigan to be able to come out on, or excuse me, want Washington to be able to come out on top in this one. The, the things that I look at statistically make me lean towards Michigan and It just kind of is what it is. I, I'm sure if I dug through enough stats here, I, not I, I could. I know I could make a case for Washington in the same manner. And again, this game is not going to be played on paper. But right now, I tend to roll with the Wolverines if I was a betting woman, which I am not. I'm not I'm not that brave. I'm not as brave as some of you. One of these days, maybe I'll get there. I mentioned this earlier and, and haven't had a chance to dive in yet, but we need to get caught up on some A-State football news. Uh, there's been some interesting portal news. We mentioned Malik Hornsby is in Jonesboro. What he is going to add to this football team is what we will touch base on when we come back from a break. But we need to go ahead and step aside and take one of those. We'll be back right after this for more on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. 
At Dustin White Realty, we love hearing from our clients about their experience with our agents. Here's what Keeley from Jonesboro had to say. Mitchell got me into touring properties very quickly after our first meeting. I could tell he wanted me to get the house that was best for me and not just trying to sell me on anything we came across. He heard my concerns about time and requirements and found a way to meet all of those. Mitchell was great to work with, and he took care of everything. Experience the difference with Dustin White Realty. Call us at 870-594-4367 or visit our website at DustinWhiteRealty.com. Tech troubles can drive you up the wall. You Break I Fix at 1605 Red Wolf Boulevard is here to help. Cracked phone screen? Don't worry. You Break I Fix is your one-stop solution for all things tech. We specialize in fixing broken phone screens and more. Laptop won't work? Don't toss it out. Bring it to You Break I Fix where our tech experts will have it running like new in no time. Gaming system acting up? No need to pause your gaming adventures. Trust You Break I Fix to get your gaming system repaired quickly and affordably. Visit You Break I Fix at 1605 Red Wolf Boulevard today and let us fix it all. You Break I Fix where we make your tech headaches disappear. At First National Bank, our mortgage lending team knows what it takes to make a home and a superior home loan process. Simple, proven, and reliable service with competitive rates at a bank that already feels like home. Since 1889, that's been the First National Bank way because for our people, this is home. Apply online at fnbank.net slash mortgage. From our family to yours, welcome home. First National Bank. Bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Hello, it's Tony Keenan with Purcell Tire. When it's time to service your ride, our staff at Purcell is here to give you an honest job at a fair price. Whether you have a heavy-duty truck, light truck, or passenger vehicle, we can handle it all. Plus, Purcell does light truck and heavy-duty alignments. We're also home to competitive pricing on big truck tires and the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires. Call 972-TIRE and visit us at Purcell Tire and Service Center at Parker and Caraway in Jonesboro. Be a part of success. Be a part of Nibco. Nibco in Blytheville is a recognized leader in the flow control products industry. Nibco attributes its continued success to its people. Now you have the opportunity to become a part of that success. Nibco has several positions available. Machine shop, electricians, mechanics, and tool room machinists. First and second shift available. Get a tremendous sign-on bonus after 90 days. Receive benefits and paid time off. Nibco also has a 401k with company match and a great incentive bonus plan. Nibco provides more than just engaging and interactive jobs. They provide a way of life that encourages and support success. Work for a company that works to get you where you want to be. Be a part of the successful team at Nibco. Apply at www.nibco.com. That's www.nibco.com. That's www.nibco.com. Nibco is an equal opportunity employer. Now. We tend not to think about now. We dream about tomorrow, relive yesterday. But sometimes we don't see what's right in front of us. Victory over cancer is in front of us. Right now, cancer research is saving lives. Cancer research funded by the V Foundation is leading to new discoveries and new treatments, and ultimately, one day, victory over cancer. Right now, one out of every two men and one out of every three women will get cancer in their lifetime. Now is your moment. You may save someone you love. The V Foundation has the skill, the speed, and the strength to achieve victory over cancer. Because today's cancer research is tomorrow's victory. Learn more at V.org. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. 
On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the cap- to the Workday Red Zone. I was ready to throw out that CavanaughCars.com question. We'll tell you about it here in just a moment. Reminder that the phone lines are open at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline brought to you by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Our question today brought to you by CavanaughCars.com. Who do you want to see win the national championship? Who do you think will win? the national championship so a two-part question your heart pick and your head pick uh in terms of that game coming up to nine uh the the national championship to me is always a little bit of a, a bittersweet night right you got you got one game left uh hopefully it's it's gonna be epic i just hope both teams have fun actually more than that i, I hope the fans have fun i hope we are in store for an incredible game tonight that lives up to the billing between Two fourteen and 0 teams, but but this is also the last on-field college football results and in game that we're going to be talking about for months and months and months and months and months. Uh, that being said, there is still always plenty of college football news that comes out in in the meantime, and we've even got a little bit uh, that came out over the weekend for Arkansas State in terms of the portal and really interesting commitment that came out for the Red Wolves over the weekend. In fact, I think it was, gosh, was it was it last night? Was it the night before? My weekend night's already blurring together a little bit in what was a busy weekend, uh, full of full of watching college hoops and full of watching uh, NFL action. But A-State Nation reporting all the way back on Saturday evening that Arkansas State picked up a commitment from former Arkansas and Texas State quarterback Malik Hornsby. Now, that's that's intriguing enough, right, uh, just that, that he's joining the team. But here's what's uh, even more intriguing. They are planning to move the speedster to slot receiver. Again, Jeffrey there of A-State Nation reporting that and breaking that news Saturday night. He's also got a write-up for you at astatenation.com. And, of course, Hornsby is a, a very familiar name in, in this part of the country. He played three seasons at Arkansas. He was at Texas State last year, but he didn't start for the Bobcats and, in fact, barely even played as he was the backup there. Um, 8 of 15 in terms of passes, 83 yards. He did throw an interception. He did not throw for a touchdown, but he ran for six of them. He did catch a pass last year for for two yards, um, had a, a couple, three career receptions, uh, but just just fascinating here for several different reasons. You've got you know Courtney Jackson there in terms of of slot receiver for a state, but you've also got some catches that are going to be available to go around in terms of the wide receivers overall due to the departure of Jeff Foreman for graduation. So there's a question of, you know, could Jackson move around a little bit? He's pretty much played in the slot his entire career. But now you add somebody with the speed of Malik Hornsby. Now, of course, it doesn't mean it's, it's going to be seamless. This is a new position for him. Uh, it's, there's going to be a significant learning curve 
The good news is, is I, I did notice today on Hornsby's uh, Instagram stories, I feel I will never not feel weird going through players' social media. It, it, but that's that's a topic for another day. But he did have an Instagram story today stating that, that had the location tagged as Arkansas. I actually had a funny caption, something along the lines of, never thought I'd be back here. <laughs> but, uh, but... You know, he's back, which is which is great because, I mean, to state the blatantly obvious, if somebody's going to go through a position change, you really want him to be able to go through spring camp. So classes started today for A-State. He's back in the state of Arkansas. He's in Jonesboro. He'll get acclimated to that, and then spring football will be starting up in, in a couple of months. But um, obviously he brings a significant amount of speed to the equation uh, for, for Arkansas State, which is which is great. Uh, he brings a, a decent amount of size as well. So, again, you just kind of worry, or not worry, uh, but but wonder how, how that's going to work. How he, he will get acclimated and, and what that could look like in terms of uh, an offensive game plan. He's, he's very, very fast. Uh, he was a track athlete in high school. So that's the biggest plus there for Hornsby. I do wonder kind of how the recruiting process went this year. I I do think that Arkansas State reached out to Hornsby when he left Arkansas, but ultimately, you know, he decided to, to sign with Texas State. Uh, so now they'll, they they've made another run at him, but he's going to land in Jonesboro as a as a wide receiver. Um, classes start today for A-State. I think there's like two weeks to add or drop classes. So after that, the portal guys should be set. We may or may not get a press release regarding those portal guys before the February signing day, which is February 7th. But I mean, still, we're we're basically set. We'll learn somewhere between two weeks to, to four weeks from now in terms of who those incoming portal players are for the Red Wolves. Although... Uh, you can already look around and see several guys checking in from Jonesboro and, and putting social media statuses uh, like that. Um, also, a reminder, A-State in this signing class has four high school early enrollees. Uh, you've got Jaden Bordley. You've got uh, Drew Collins, who's already checked in from Jonesboro. Uh, you've got Josh Stone and, uh, and also the fourth and final early enrollee. Uh, Josh Flowers, who was that high-profile quarterback commit that at one point in time was committed to Mississippi State before he ultimately decided to sign with the Red Wolves in the early signing period uh, just a few weeks back. There are some additional uh, portal guys that have committed. I saw a young man by the name of Lucas Banks that also committed over the weekend. So A-State is going to continue to, to put together this portal class. And, of course, this is just kind of step two or three on putting together the overall 2024 roster because of course you have spring football then you have the spring portal window then you'll have summer editions and then you'll have even maybe an addition or two before fall camp and then eventually the season will kick off august 31st and at that point in time hopefully the roster will be set (laughs) but uh again we'll learn more about those portal guys over the next few weeks and you know worst case scenario uh, from a timeline perspective, because I look, I get antsy. I want to know like right now. But worst case scenario from a timeline perspective, we'll find out about all the incoming portal players on February the seventh. And again, that's not that far to wait. So we're gonna we're gonna be all right.
we're going to be all right. By the way, Logan Whaley and Chris Hutchinson do have a portal tracker up right now on the KIT website. So they've got a lot of names that you can peruse at your leisure. Uh, in terms of staff changes for Arkansas State, um, every year there's usually some. I, I don't know at this point in time if there have been any on-field staff changes. I personally have not seen any reported, but you know I'm also not refreshing football scoop every single waking moment of my life. Uh, so there's the possibility that there could have been some that I've overlooked, although I doubt that's the case. I did see today that... Butch Jones is going to be on the hunt for a new director of football operations. That's a pretty important piece in terms of the off-field staff. Uh, Blake Jackson is going to be headed to Indiana, where Kurt Signetti, formerly of JMU, of course, got the job in the offseason. Also, interestingly enough, Matt Wilson, who was here the season before last and was Butch Jones, uh, one of Butch Jones' very first hires when he got the job, uh, Wilson was the A-State assistant AD for player personnel. So those guys going to Hoosier Country. And again, A-State and Butch Jones, uh, a vacancy on the staff there in terms of the director of football operations. But again, that is the only staff change I have seen at this point. What else we got going on? Do want to talk briefly for a moment here about Arkansas State women's basketball. They were on the road Saturday at Marshall, it was a 68-51 setback. I watched a little bit of this game early. And then, of course, after that, was headed out to First National Bank Arena so didn't get to watch it late. But it was just kind of, statistically, the thing that stands out was just how much of a tough shooting day it was for the Red Wolves. Um, There was not a single quarter where they made more than six field goals. So, I mean, 5 of 17 in the first quarter, 6 of 14 in the second quarter, 4 of 15, 4 of 14. So it was just a night where none of the shots were falling. Um, Izzy was 6 of 14 from the floor, but nobody else had anything that could really be termed a good day. Cheyenne Forney, 4 of 6. So I'll, I'll take that back. She also had a solid shooting percentage, but just a, a day where A State didn't have it. Obviously, if you are not hitting shots, that probably means you're going to have a low assist total. And A-State did only six assists, which is not a number that we normally see from A-State. And they turned it over at a pretty good clip as well. 20 turnovers are too many, and Marshall turned those into 25 points. So that was key there in terms of why the Thundering Herd were, were able to win the way they did. Also, they had a lot of fast break points. So just any stat you want to look at, pretty much it, it went Marshall's way. And it's been tough for this A-State team to be able to, to get it together on the road. That's the, that's the challenge right now for the A-State women. They've played solid at home. They haven't been able to turn that home success into road success. And I know that, you know, it's, it's not like that's, that's something easy to do. But you do want to see growth. You want to see progress from this women's team this year. And that, to me, is the next step is being able to have some of the success on the road that they've had at home. Now, that was, in my opinion, the toughest road trip the A-State women are going to take this season. Entering last week, James Madison ranked first in the league in net ranking. Marshall ranked third in the league in net ranking. So to have to face those two teams as a one-two punch on one trip was was pretty tough. Uh, It's not going to necessarily be easy this week when Texas State and Louisiana roll into town, but it will be slightly easier, uh, mainly due to the fact, of course, that those games are going to be played 
in Jonesboro. But uh, again, the A-State women return home. A busy week of hoops. Make plans to be out at First National Bank Arena Thursday evening and, and pretty much all Saturday afternoon as well. And uh, again, live with the Red Wolves, making its basketball season debut tonight at 6 o'clock at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Attention, members, and guests. Also, we'll go ahead and mention that you can help A-State Athletics and Red Wolves student-athletes right now by donating to the Impact Club. You can make a monthly commitment, get access to team newsletters, special gear, as well as exclusive access that you're not going to find anywhere else. So you can find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled with a pack, I-M-P-A-C-K-T, club.com. Let us step aside for a break. Phone lines open during the break, 870-930-3776. We'll return right after this here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Attention, members and guests. It's Live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment, Monday at 6 at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Join head coaches Destiny Rogers and Brian Hodson and special player guests. And listen along on 107.9 K-Fine. Plus, door prizes from textbook brokers. It's Live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment and sponsored by First Choice Farm and Lawn, Crown Limousine, Magnet Motor Company, Vision Care Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Stanley Woodard Law Firm, and Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson. Every person deserves respect, and that's what you're promised when you work with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Bill Stanley and Jared Woodard are proud former lettermen at Arkansas State, and with over 45 years' experience, they've earned their reputation as hometown lawyers that get big city results. In fact, they've both been recognized in the National Trial Lawyers Association Top 100, whether it's personal injury, nursing home neglect, criminal defense, or civil litigation. Get respect, results, relief with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Call 932-2000 and visit stanleywoodard.com. Lose weight the healthy way with Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. See, losing weight doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to starve yourself, and you don't have to spend your whole day eating bars and drinking shakes. Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that's going to help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 9,000 pounds and counting. See, Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss, and it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan to fit your life and your goals. So by now, you've heard of semaglutide, the celebrities, and the influencers. They all talk about it. Elite Total Health has semaglutide and multiple other weight loss medication options that are going to help you lose weight. So start your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. The 2024 St. Louis Cardinals Caravan is coming to the Red Wolf Convention Center at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro at noon on Saturday, January 13th. The Caravan features the Cardinals' number one prospect, Mason Wynn, pitcher Zach Thompson, infielder Jose Fermin, and pitching prospect Gordon Graceffo, franchise alums Kyle McClellan and Kerry Robinson, plus Cardinal broadcaster Tom Ackerman. Get free autographs for the first 400 children 15 and under. The St. Louis Cardinals Caravan, Saturday, January 13th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Brought to you by the EAB Sports Network. The next disaster is coming. The time to get ready is now. Make a plan. Identify meetup locations and people you'll need to contact. Put your contact list in your wallet, on your phone, and somewhere visible in your home. Build a kit. Store enough food and water for three days. Don't forget your pets. 
and consider buying a pre-made kit. Keep at least seven days of medication on hand. Work with your pharmacist and insurance company to secure the extra doses. Make copies of important documents. Keep them on your phone, in the cloud, or on a USB stick. Stay informed. Learn about local hazards. Take courses in CPR and first aid. And sign up for local alert systems. An early warning can give you the time you need to prepare for a fast-moving disaster. Be ready. Learn more at americares.org slash send us in. Hi, Grandma. Can Nina come over for dinner? Sure. I've been meaning to ask you, what would happen if someone offered you a drink? Grandma! If anyone ever does, I want you to say, no, I have too much respect for my family and I don't want to get in trouble. I promise, Grandma. They really do hear you. For tips on what to say, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. That's underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This message brought to you by SAMHSA and this station. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 870-930-3776 is the number to call on the Riot Fiber hotline. And that is what Red Wolf Mark has done. So let's go to the phones. What are you doing, Red Wolf Mark? I'm going to ask Ryan James a question. What's your question? Uh, Tonight's a big night for Michigan and and Washington game. Mm Mm-hmm. I was wanting to know if you want to make a donut bet with me. I usually don't place bets on basketball games. I don't really go one way or the other with games. Well, who are you going? Who are you going with? Not like I just said. I don't have ah. a stake in the matter. So, yeah, I know. I don't care. Would make a bet with me? No, I'm not making a bet with you. Oh, well, you get some donuts if you want. Get some Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna say go. I'm gonna say go down to to the Red Wolves. Mm-hmm. Go to all the high school teams. Mm-hmm. And go everybody in Jonesboro. Mm-hmm. Tonight, tonight, uh, they'll be at Lost Pizza. They will be. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be there with bells on. All right. All righty then. Thank you. Thank you. Can we go back to break? To <laughs> uh, answer my own question, no, we cannot. All we can do is throw back out the phone number and move on. 870-930-3776. The number to call. I know what we, I guess we can, you know, go ahead and, like, check our poll. Yeah, we haven't checked our poll in a little bit so you know that's that's always fun and exciting and all that uh all right so poll question here (laughs) we've been asking you for your head pick your heart pick on who wins the natty and uh we've got most of you in terms of uh, your heart pick you're, you're going with washington Kind of a mixed bag in terms of of the head picks. 
57% of you going Washington, 43% of you going Michigan. I should have made a question without so much math. But in terms of who you want to win, you all are all big time on the Washington bandwagon. And, and I, I mentioned that earlier. That is kind of where that where I am at. Um, although I do lean with Michigan winning because of, of their run game and their, their red zone defense. Now, that being said, and, and, the, and, and the thing is, like the old adage of defense wins championships, that, that still rings true uh, in this era. But there have been a couple of times where we've seen the higher-ranked offense win in these championship games between between some heavy hitters. One of those years was in in 2016 when Clemson beat Bama. Or I guess it would have been the 17th championship game following the 16th season. And then the year that LSU beat Clemson. Uh, and that's, I guess, what... Washington is hoping to emulate tonight. Now that LSU team, of course, was absolutely loaded with with talent and, and NFL players all up and down the roster. But uh, the best thing they had going for him was, of course, quarterback Joe Burrow, a phenomenal player who played his best game at the biggest moments. And Washington, of course, does have that with Michael Penix Jr. So they've been incredibly efficient. The big challenge, though, will be the Huskies O-line and what they're going to do to keep a aggressive Michigan defensive front away from Penix. It's possible. Not completely out of the realm of possibility. But one thing that Washington would have to do would just be a little bit more... I don't want to say, I guess maybe find some kind of a short game. Dylan Johnson is going to be back. So that's big. He was good early against Texas. Although it is TBD on how much he will play. But having that weapon there for the Huskies will be incredibly important. Looking elsewhere at some uh, additional news and notes, uh, the NFL playoff picture is set. Uh, the final week in the regular season, of course, unfolded over the weekend and had some dramatic twists and turns throughout. So now we know the full playoff picture. 14 teams headed to postseason. Season ended for 18 teams on Sunday. Uh, today has already been a little bit of a, a Black Monday. We've started to see that somewhat. Uh, and those uh, it could also be a Black Tuesday, a Black Wednesday as well. As uh, there's going to continue to be firings and conversations about what is going on around around the NFL. With coaching changes and whatnot. But... Uh, some fun matchups going to be coming up this weekend. I guess one big theme is going to be how many players are going to be facing their former teams. Also a couple of coaches as well, but like Matt Stafford is going to be returning to Detroit. Tyree Kill is going to be back in Kansas City. Uh, you've also got Mike McCarthy headed to Green Bay. But all in all, the 49ers 
the betting favorite entering the playoffs. They earned the NFC's first round bye. In the AFC, it was the Ravens, and they played like nobody in their Week 18 game. They put just enough guys out there to to be able to play the game, and, and that was it. But all in all, on the uh, NFC side of things, Niners at the 1, followed by Cowboys, Lions, Bucks, Eagles, Rams, Packers, 2 through 7. Then in the AFC, Ravens followed by Bills, Chiefs, Texans, Browns, Dolphins, Steelers. Glad to see Mike Tomlin make it in. Uh, he's my favorite coach in, in the NFL for multiple reasons. Of course, having that A-State tie certainly doesn't hurt. Uh, having the the little bit of the, the, the local rooting interest, I guess you could say. I was hoping for the Saints to find their way in. Uh, going into that Week 18 slate, there were several different you know possibilities in terms of how the Saints could make it in. It was one of those things where obviously the Saints had to win, but then this had to happen and that had to happen. Something else had to happen. And, and the Saints took care of business and played one of their best games of the whole season in that win over the Falcons. Beat the brakes off the Falcons. Also had a late touchdown that got people in their feelings. But ultimately, like probably Derek Carr's best game of the season and... Ultimately, it did not matter because the Saints were not 100% in control of their own destiny. So now they are on the outside looking in. And sad that uh, we're not going to see DeMario Davis or Blake Groupie out there on the field anymore for the rest of the year. Groupie, by the way, became the franchise's rookie record holder. With 29 made field goals on the season. He hit a couple of those yesterday. And I thought he had a pretty good year. Could there have been things he did could have done better? Absolutely. But all in all, a solid start to his professional career. And hopefully more to come for Groupie. He was 2-2 yesterday, 6-6 six of six on extra points. So all in all on the season, he hit 30-37 field goals. And I believe made all of his extra point attempts on, on the season. So... Again, hopefully that's enough for him to get that invite back with the Saints and uh, continue to, to be there in New Orleans. Although, unfortunately, he and DeMario Davis and the rest of the Saints are going to be watching the playoff slate from the couch. We need to go ahead and step aside and take one more break. We'll do that. We'll come back, wrap up uh, today's Workday Red Zone with some open phone lines right after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Played Against Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Played Against Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Played Against Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Played Against Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. My name is Khadija Watson. I've worked at Hydro for seven years. I'm the process specialist over the paint booth. The people are amazing to work with. I would love to retire with them. I've been here for seven years now. Not one day do I not come in here without a smile on my face. For over 75 years, Hytrol has created relationships and material handling technology that move the world. You can find out more at Hytrol.com. 
Hello, everyone. John G. for George Kell Motors in Newport. ASU Redwoods are looking forward to a great season, so make sure you'll be at all the home games. And if you're traveling to the away games, why not travel in comfort and style in a new GMC or Chevrolet vehicle? Great deals and award-winning service from a family-owned dealership that knows how to take care of its customers. View all our inventory at georgekellmotors.com. Call us at 870-523-2792. Or better yet, come see us off Highway 67, Exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. At First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, it is important that we are where you are. You see, it's not only about offering the latest in banking technology, it's also about being there for you. We pride ourselves in having multiple locations where you are never far from one of our offices. We know it's important to you that from time to time you visit with us personally about a product or service or just a question about your account. We know the convenience of that service is important. You see, it's not just about the products we offer, but it is also about convenience. That's why we are where you are. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. Need top-notch farming and lawn gear? Visit First Choice Farm and Lawn, your Kubota dealer in Brooklyn. We get your need for reliable equipment. That's why we offer precision Kubota machinery for any task. From seasoned farmers to green-thumbed homeowners, we are working to keep you working. Find your Kubota match at First Choice Farm and Lawn on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Achieve your goals faster with our Kubota inventory and top-notch service. Call 870-790-2301 or drop by today. Your trusted Kubota dealer, First Choice Farm and Lawn. Are you looking for more in this world? Are you ready for something bigger? Then we are looking for you. The big-hearted, the bold, the messy and the gutsy. The teachers, the growers, the builders. The skilled, the sharers the change makers we need you we are the peace corps in more than 60 countries we go all in and all out we are volunteers partners communities working together living together bringing our experience passion and joy to building a better world together from tackling climate change in mexico to keeping kids healthy in kenya from sustainable farming in the philippines to education in kosovo We learn more, give more, share freely, and serve boldly. Are you ready to tackle the tough stuff, to go the distance to make a difference? Then we have a place where you belong. Join us at PeaceCorps.gov. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Karen Ryan with you for one more segment and then uh, home free out to lunch. Uh, 9303776 is the number to call for those of you that would like to get the last word on the Right Fiber Hotline. Uh, you can also weigh in here for a bit longer on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Who do you want to see in the CFP Championship? Who do you think we will see win the CFP Championship? 
And uh, again, most of you are, it's kind of a, a mixed bag of votes, uh, equal, almost equal votes in terms of who you want to see and who you think will see when. Overall, most of you that wanting to see the Huskies win. I just, the, all of the stuff with Michigan this year. The whole Connor Stallions thing. It just felt I mean it felt wrong, right? It did to me. And and everybody has a different take on on whether or not it was cheating, what level of cheating it was. And I guess my standpoint on it was is is college football is is so wildly unfair now off of the field. There are vastly different resources uh for for different programs and players. Coaching salaries are wild from top to bottom. Television contracts, facilities, resources, NIL, you name it. It's 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 not fair. And it's never going to be fair, and that's that's okay. Uh, that's just, that's the big picture thing. It, it is what it is. But when the teams step on the field, it's supposed to be fair in terms of, of the play. So when you have this extra edge on the field, because you've been going out and doing things that, that you're not supposed to do, getting on this advanced in-person scouting that, that other teams are, are not able to have. I don't love it. And it makes it pretty easy to, to root against Michigan for that reason. Also, like, Harbaugh, I, I don't have a, a passionate take on, on Harbaugh either way. I think he's a lot. He's he's pretty out of touch now. I I don't feel like he is the the only one there. But he recently had a quote over the weekend where you know he was talking about how how to deal with like nil and compensation and things like that. And he said that everybody works in college. Everybody who works in college athletics should give five percent of their salary to I guess like revenue sharing with players. And I don't, I, I guess he doesn't realize that not everybody who works in college athletics makes $8 million a, a year. Uh, the SID who's working 70 hours a week in crossover season and making thirty grand, I don't think that guy or that woman should have to be donating 5% of their salary to college athletes. If he goes first, then maybe other people can can follow I guess one of the most intriguing storylines now, of course, with this game is is if this is it for Harbaugh. Especially if he goes out on top. Because if you go out on top, you win the natty, what else is there to accomplish in college football? You, you've made it to the mountaintop. What else is there to prove? And you made it to the mountaintop in a year where there were never-endingly off-field conversations about your team. There are reports today that the Raiders and Jim Harbaugh have a mutual interest. There was also a situation just a couple weeks ago where I think Michigan tried to sign Harbaugh to an extension, but one of the things that was in the extension was that he would not leave for an NFL job, and so he didn't sign it. 
Harbaugh is said to be a top candidate for Raiders owner Mark Davis. There's also reports, these coming from Jordan Schultz, a Bleacher Report, that Harbaugh has significant interest in the L.A. Chargers head coach job. I don't even know what's open right now in the NFL. The Commanders potentially has ha, have interest in, in Harbaugh. And so far right now in terms of the vacancies, that Commander's job is open, the Falcons' job is open, the Chargers' job, the Raiders' job, the Panthers' job. So if it's not going to be now for Harbaugh, then, then when? Of course, watching this also because... Of course, Arkansas State has a trip to Michigan on the schedule next year. So, selfishly, don't think it would be the worst thing in the world for the Wolverines to undergo a coaching change. Just, you know, little little personal, personal bias there. Looking around at other news and notes from the sports world. Uh, haven't talked much about the Grizzlies today. They picked up another win over the weekend. So, they had a good weekend. Overall, there in Memphis, Grizzlies went out and got the W against the Suns. That was last night. Picked up the win against the Lakers on Friday night. So now the Grizzlies are ten games under five hundred, which is still not great in terms of the overall record. However, it's significantly better than it was just a few short weeks ago in terms of winning percentage with Ja back in the fold as opposed to him on the sidelines. So Memphis right now four and a half games back of the Lakers for the 10 seed. Of course, the 7 through 10 in the NBA playing that little uh, play-in tournament at the end of the regular season. So the Grizzlies currently four and a half spots out of that. And they fared fairly well with John the lineup. Of course, he was back for a couple of games, got sidelined due to illness. But then he's returned in, and, and the Grizzlies have played well, although they were able to close that game, close out that game against the Suns without him. As Jaron Jackson Jr. had a really good performance, and Marcus Smart had a really good performance as well. But uh, hopefully... Morant is going to be back soon. Grizzlies seven and four since his return from suspension, and a tough test coming up tomorrow with Memphis heading to face the Mavs. That'll be a game that'll be at seven thirty, and of course you'll be able to hear it here on the ticket. Other news and notes for the sports world: Tiger Woods and Nike have ended their twenty-seven year partnership. It does not, at least judging by the the social media uh, announcements and graphics. It it doesn't sound like it is a bitter divorce, but it is a a divorce regardless. It's kind of a fascinating one. That's been a partnership now for so long now. It's it's just, I don't even know what Tiger looks like without a swoosh uh, somewhere on his apparel. But a big change there in the golf world. Not sure how much golf we'll talk about this week. That's okay. When we come back tomorrow, we will have a CFP title game to recap and 
so much more. But that is a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone. Appreciate all of your calls and comments and votes on our KavanaughCars.com question. We'll see how that how that uh, poll shakes out when we're back here tomorrow and see how many of you were right. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive with Cade and Wes at 3. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Bud and Randy at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. And we'll return for more of the Workday Red Zone tomorrow at noon. For Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon. Fresh blood.